0: everyone, welcome to Talk of the Town. This is a podcast where we talk about all things media, creators, business, and more. My name is Tristan. I'm the host of the podcast. If you're listening to the podcast for the first time, thank you for tuning in. And if you're returning from previous episodes, thank you for coming back and listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to myself and everyone here at Talk of the Town. Now, in this episode, we're going to be talking about the really sad and unfortunate news that Walter Hamada today, at the time of recording, has left Warner Brothers and DC Films. And I wanted to talk about this because it's quite saddening to see the career of of someone like Walter Hamada at DC come to an end. Because he's one of the most talented executives in the business. But for reasons that aren't necessarily his fault he never really will get the credit he deserves and I wanted to give an episode sort of as a tribute to him and also again talk about what it means for the future of DC and so forth now for those that don't know who Walter Hamada is like I mentioned he's been at Warner Brothers for the last 15 years and has been at DC for the last four or so of those years And has worked on some of the most amazing and really beloved movies of all time. When he was at New Line Cinema as a production executive, he worked on films like Friday the 13th, The Final Destination, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Final Destination 5, The Conjuring films, Beth, Into the Storm, The Gallows, Lights Out, and so many others. He also helped executive produce the movie It, which has been one of the best horror movies of all time when he went over to Warner Brothers in 2018 he immediately got to work making really amazing films such as Aquaman and Aquaman 2 Shazam and the upcoming Shazam Fury of the Gods movie and then also movies like Joker the Suicide Squad Birds of Prey Batman Black Adam Blue Beetle and so forth The reason I list off the plethora of films that that Walter Hamada has done is to show you guys the level of quality he had as a film executive and a producer. This is someone who was a part of some of the biggest movie franchises in the world and is leaving at a time when it's really saddening to see the most. Now, we need to talk about why this is essentially happening. Now, it's no secret that Warner Brothers and Discovery, or, you know, Warner Brothers Discovery merged. And they've been under some really big pressure as of recently. A lot of executives leaving, just dumpster fire after dumpster fire happening on the business side of things. But it also comes down to that Walter Hamada is now the fifth executive from the Warner Brothers film studio side to leave since the merger, right? And that includes even people like uh, Toby Emmerich who, you know, led the Warner Brothers motion picture group and, and so forth. The reason why Walter Hamada is officially leaving is because not only were his days numbered, and this is something that people like Deadline have mentioned That he knew his days were numbered. And that this would be a likely outcome eventually. Even though he had a contract that would run through 2023. Because of the fact that. What happened in August with the Batgirl film. If you guys don't remember. Warner Brothers Discovery came out of nowhere in August. And made the unprecedented announcement at the time. That they were going to be canceling and shelving the 90 million dollar Batgirl film as a tax write-off and this came as sort of a financial and strategic move but the thing to keep in mind is that most of the people including talent directors writers representatives and people on the executive side hadn't been informed about this before the news had broke and one of those people was Walter Hamada, and this was quite literally a really, you know, shocking thing, right? Now, insiders basically said that at the time, he was in a test screening for Black Adam and was told by Michael DeLuca and Pam Abdi, uh, who are the co-chairs of Warner Brothers Pictures, that it would be shelved. Basically, again, the idea that it wasn't strong enough to release theatrically and was too expensive for a streaming release and because of being under pressure to cut costs, elected to take a write-down on the project. And people like Walter Hamada, in most of these cases, would probably do the same thing that he did, which was basically taking the decision to bolt, right? Now, he obviously stayed... Until Black Adam being released as part of that sort of quelving of, of, you know, the issues going on at Warner Brothers. Uh, But, you know, officially Walter Hamada is out. His office has been cleaned. And everybody says that he's just waiting for his exit payout at this point. Which is... You know, really saddening to see and everything. Now, one thing that a lot of entertainment executives tend to do in these cases when leaving a company that they've been at for so long, they typically get offered a producing deal. This is basically a way to say, look, we don't want to keep you as an executive, but we'd still love to have you produce films or TV or whatever it may be alongside us right you'll see this with a lot of people even most recently mark pedowitz the guy who ran the cw for so long he left and reinstated his own production company pine street entertainment but what's really interesting in, in this case is that walter hamada turned down that producing deal he has basically said, I am done with Warner Brothers. I am going to be looking, most likely, for a new production company to work with as a producer or an executive, right? And it's kind of shocking to hear that, right? And and I think it takes a lot of guts and courage and, and dignity to say, you canceled my movie and then want me to continue to work with you in other ways. That is something that I think a lot of people in his position would have done the same thing. I know I would have. If I had a movie canceled, and I was the last person to be told about it before it was public, I'd probably do the same actions that he did. Now, ultimately, what does this mean for DC? Well, it means that for the first time in four years, DC does not have someone at the head of it. And that is quite literally a very dumbfounding and shocking thing to say, right? You know, whether you liked Walter Hamada or not, whether you think he was part of the whole Ray Fisher investigation or not, it's undeniable that Walter Hamada led Warner Brothers and and DC specifically in a direction that was great. Rather than Marvel's way of having closely interconnected universes, Walter Hamada was a guy who focused on loosely connected or entirely separate universes. And that made it special to have films that you didn't feel like, you know, with Marvel, for instance, that you'd have to go and watch every single film and TV show in order to enjoy it. You could go in to the theater, or go on HBO Max, or whatever it may be, and watch something, and just enjoy a good comic book or superhero film, or a TV show. And I appreciate that. Again, that's what led to some of the best movies like Joker or The Batman. Do you think either of these movies would have been made, and had the success if they were connected to each other, versus being entirely separate? They wouldn't have. Now, it's also important to note that the search for a new head of DC films is still underway. A lot of people thought back in August that Dan Lin, the guy most known for some movies like the Lego movies, Godzilla vs. Kong, and so forth, would be taking over, but that's not what ended up happening. And You know, now there is a lot of uncertainty. And I don't want to name names of who I think could be brought in, but I do have my thoughts. People such as Greg Berlanti is a prime example of someone who has television and film credits to his name, knows how to build a connected universe, built an entire media property. Like the Arrowverse, which, you know, collectively has ran for, you know, the last eight or nine years. If you think about from the time that Arrow was created all the way to now with The Flash ending next year and and so forth. So, ultimately, this is what is happening with Warner Brothers. Now, a little bit of closing remarks. To Walter Hamada, I as a fan appreciate everything that he did as a film executive for Warner Brothers, for DC, everything that he brought to the table because he did so many amazing projects both at New Line and at DC and really tried to do something special. And I think... It will go down in history as one of the best times for films in DC's history. Especially when the future of what DC is to look like is completely uncertain and so forth. Additionally, I think Walter Hamada for the professionalism, for the enthusiasm, and, and for the leadership that he had while running DC films. And... I look forward to seeing what he does in the future. So I ask all of you, what do you think about Walter Hamada stepping down? Do you think this is a good thing? Do you think this is a bad thing? Do you think this puts Warner Brothers and specifically DC in an even worse place than it has been in? Let me know everything on social media. If you guys want to follow the podcast, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok on talk of town pod and make sure to stay up to date for more future episodes and we'll see all of you guys in the next one